happy to be talking here to with Balsu or Sumon. And here we're gonna have a conversation. And I think we should begin with the uh, the CD, her new CD, which is called Mon or Men, M-E-N-G, which I think uh, looks to me like Men, but, yeah. but it's more pronounced like Mon. People are talking to me a lot about this this CD, you know. A number of people have told me, oh, I want to tell you about a new recording, you know, I mean, it's so great. I'm so, and I start to feel really proud and this and the other, you know. And, <laughs> and they say, you know, it's men's recording. I go, oh, because I thought they were talking about me. Oh. Am I <laughs> <laughs> but it really is, it's really, now this is, now seriously now, a lot of people are very impressed with it. A lot of people are, are really telling me, Telling me about the recording and the, and the concerts that you played recently. We were just in in, in Miami and uh, and that was actually they were talking about some great performance. I thought they were talking about me. No, 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 <laughs> it, was, it was about you. But I was really happy about that. And and the and the and the recording. I just saw a uh, a review in the uh, the American Record Guide, you know, mm -hmm. and it's really it's really pretty amazing. So how do you feel about it? Are you happy with it? Uh, I am very happy about it. You are? Yes. Um, I think um, it was a very very hard process uh, to to make a good CD, and for this one, a lot of people have put a, put in a lot of efforts, and uh, not only myself, but the producers and recording engineers. And you, uh, Mr. Varejo, you were sitting with me in the recording studio. Uh, actually, you're one seller. <laughs> <laughs> And we went through hours of uh, trying to make make it better, make it more musical, make it more truthful. I'm I'm really glad. I, I'm glad that people like it, and I think it's 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 a wonderful city. I like it. To me personally, particularly impressive, which is some of the things that you do with the articulation in the in the Tedesco. I actually, honestly, I didn't know. That that could even be possible to do it, you know. When you play in short notes on one line and you play expressively in the other, mm -hmm. and I remember when we were looking at it, that I thought, you know, it's impossible, and you did it, you know. Also, some other things in the Walton that that are so difficult, and you know, when you do it, just you know, just 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 handle the thing like they're not difficult. <laughs> This culture, and you have—I can't call you uh, your first by your first name because uh, I really respect you and your. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I, I actually I understand that because uh, believe it or not, I, I am I am I have some of that, or quite a bit of that, and I have I have a uh, I have a really difficult time calling people of a certain age older than me by their first names. I just I just really have mm -hmm. difficulties mm -hmm. with it. 
I uh, I don't think it has quite registered that I'm older than some of the people. <laughs> no, I'm older than some of the people that are still calling Mr. This and Mr. The Other or Mrs. The Other. But I understand. I actually think it's a nice thing. But how do you feel about the the uh, the, uh, the the repertoire and the order and everything? Are you happy with all of that? Yeah, I'm really happy because uh, I think every piece is. I really love every piece because I have to practice. Uh, hundreds and thousands of times of each uh, mm. movement and each part and I think that they really uh, I, I found more aspects more things to uh, to work on even after those practice mm. I think these are good pieces actually I think uh, for, for those of you that are listening that don't know what's in it there are two pieces by John Williams mm. the film composer and also obviously serious music uh, one is rounds, mm -hmm. and the other one one is uh, is from his film Munich, and it's called Abner's Theme. And then you play the Tedesco Sonata, two pieces by Tarrega, the Waltz and Rosita, the Bach, the Fourth Lute Suite, and the Walton Bagatelle. I mean, there, there's some there's some difficult and substantial pieces like the Tedesco and the Bach and the Walton. And one I think one interesting thing that we talked about was the uh, the fact that you were playing two Williams pieces. Mm -hmm. One is a more serious piece, rounds, and the other one is, is this beautiful thing from the movie. But I remember that we were discussing, you know, the order in which to put it. Mm -hmm. You know, to put it together, or yeah, yeah. I think it also it was interesting that. Uh, because I, I learned the round first for the parking competition I did uh, in twenty fifteen. And then we, we were doing research on what what other guitar music he had written, and this was uh, actually you, you recommended this piece to me. The the uh, the uh, Abner's theme. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know the the funny thing about that is is that uh, we were in uh, in Alicante in Spain, and uh, we were having this uh, really great meal at. at, at it's a it's La Taberna del Gourmet in in Alicante, and it's a, it's, a, it's a great 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 restaurant, you know. Oh, I remember yeah. them. Yeah. They have a very good uh, jamón plate. Yeah, well, you like the jamón? That's that's a you know <laughs> the jamón uh, serrano. Is, yeah, it's a, anyway, it, one of the waiters there is an expert of of uh, film music. He's a great fan. He, he seemed to know all about film music. And I don't know how we got to, to to conversation about solos in film music, and he mentioned this by John Williams. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, he had a uh, a computer there with all, all the music that he knew, and, and he played that for me. I thought it was just beautiful. So when we were talking about this, you know, that was, that was an idea that came, mm -hmm. came up to do that. But you remember, because we were talking about whether to put a first or last, and we ended mm -hmm. up putting the the Abner's theme first. At least in my mind, one would uh, program the piece that is like sort of like an anchor piece at the end, but you did it at the beginning. Yeah, I think it is probably one of the least played pieces uh, of the whole CD. And I actually had to uh, uh, ask, ask for the score through, uh, from, from the composer. Uh, and it's such a striking piece, it's so sad and beautiful. I think it's a, it's a nice opening for people to get into the CD, I think. Well, I think that's something that's worth mentioning. That you said it very quickly, but the fact is that John Williams made the uh, 
the score available to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, thanks to Christopher Parkin yes. who, who mediated and you know, who who made it possible for for this to happen. The way I see it, you know, being that I'm I'm being I'm probably twice your age. Maybe I can talk twice as much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With CDs now that are like an hour long. Remember, when when I started recording, there the were forty minutes the LPs, mm-hmm. and 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 you had, you know, twenty on one side and twenty on the other. So, not only was it much less time, you know, two thirds what sixty minutes of a CD, but it was divided in two. Mm-hmm. So even the two sides of of uh, each side of an LP could could take on like a different character. I think an hour is a long time, and to ask people to listen to, to a whole hour, mm-hmm. I think it's a lot to do. So I think sometimes that it's, it's almost like reverse, that put the anchors kind of at first or something. It's almost like you know throwing a candy out there, so they listen to it, and you start pulling the string on the candy <laughs> and bringing me. <laughs> so they listen to the rest of it a little bit at a time, which is different from, in, in my opinion, forgive me for talking so much, than, for example, in a recital. Mm-hmm. That I think some people do that in a recital, but my feeling is that they're stuck in there for, for at least, you know, 30 <laughs> some minutes in the first half. So I think it's much better how, how they, they, they have to end than how they, they begin. Not that it's not important how they begin, of course it is. But I think you want to give away everything, you know, uh, at the beginning. I think, you, I think it needs to develop in some way. And I thought it worked beautifully to have that at the beginning, mm-hmm. just set up this mm-hmm. beautiful mood. And then it goes into the Tedesco. Yeah. I think the Tedesco, I, I, it's probably I spent the most time uh, working on articulations. Uh, if, if not the back, but uh, the Tedesco was, it was a challenge. Right? Like you, you were saying, playing slagato or short notes uh, in the bottom and, and having a long legato line on the top. Especially the first movement, some things that are that are the the border on just not really being playable. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be played musically and following the indications of the composer to to play it badly, yes. I mean, it's not so difficult to do that. Yeah. Well, I have uh, played some of Tedesco's music through my duo with Yamen, and uh, I think I've known his style. And he, he normally he has a very beautiful melody line. He's, mm. He has this. Uh, gift for writing beautiful melodies and I think he's also a fun person there's a lot of humors in his music and he's very precise for indications and also because he, he didn't play the guitar uh, so his imagination sometimes it, it's not very easy to do on the guitar and it's often neglected uh, but I think it's he has beautiful ideas and I'd like to do them as much as possible I think I, I, I actually agree, and, and I think it could be that maybe some of his guitar music is some of his best music, because I think that's on a team that you play, 
Sonatina Canonica, Canonica, I think. Yeah. I think I think that's really a beautiful piece. And you you guys also really play the hell out of it. And it's uh, I think it's I cannot I cannot imagine anybody not liking this piece. And then you decided to put the Tarrega, which is sort of a surprise. Yeah. So like an anchor kind of pieces again, the Grand Vals and the Rosita. Yeah. Also, as, as you were mentioning, the uh, those three most substantial works, uh, the uh, Tedesco, the Bach, and the Walton, they're uh, 15 to 20 minutes long each. And I thought it would be nice to uh, put a little bit of a dessert kind of thing in between and just to have a relaxed mood and go on to the next one. And then we went from Rosita by Zahriga, we went to the Bach, the uh, fourth retreat. So. I, th I think I'd, over the years I, I've played a lot of uh, the Bach's suites and the violins, sonatas, uh, partitas. This person asked me why the fourth little suite to record on this CD. And it, it just by chance, uh, and it, it was my first Bach um, suite. That uh, the first time I played it was uh, when I was 12. <laughs> and I think it's a, it's a nice coincidence. <laughs> I really like this uh, this suite. It's kind of on, on the light light side uh, because it's all dances and it's very festive and beautiful and dancing. Um, but I, I had probably the most respect for for that piece. I I, I was very uh, I tried to be true to the uh, to the style and and try to be singing. And I think you achieved all those things. I mean, it's very articulate also. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, you know, the, the, the work that you did with the articulation is, you know, it's quite remarkable, I think. Maybe we should say what, what we mean by articulation, because maybe some, some people may not realize exactly what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And what we're talking about is, arti by articulation, what, what, what we mean is if you have a note, a note can be played the, the exact duration that it's written, like just long and connected to the next note. Mm -hmm. uh, or a note can be short and a note can be shortened in different lengths. And that sounds like an obvious thing, but some, it's very easy for a player not to work out the articulations throughout a piece. And and then for for the player just to do some articulations here, some articulations there, you know, just whatever sort of they may feel at the moment. And, and the problem with that is that it may, it may come out as being uneven. Mm -hmm. So, so what I'm talking about is that even the awareness, yeah, yeah. being aware that is such a thing as articulation, and 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 to know stylistically how things should be uh, articulated, depending on on the fan. Sorry, I'm talking too much, you know. But no, no, it, it's very interesting. I think recent years I, I've been awareing of uh, articulations more and more, and also I, I I've noticed that we're doing a lot of uh, movements just to not let things happen. Or not let to to let things stop. For example, we do a lot of uh, cutoffs uh, to to be right on, uh, like the rest. We're doing things to stop the notes. You mean you mean like between phrases? You mean? Um, just to have it, let it have the right, correct uh, amount of length. Um, for example, so it doesn't carry over to create dissonant harmonies, oh. mm -hmm. uh, or just to have the rest really really precise precisely done and so i, I i've been doing a lot of uh, cutoffs 
with uh, you know for example I'm playing this note with my eye finger right hand eye finger then I'm stopping the next string that are that is ringing mm. so that that I've been doing a lot I think you did a great job with it and then there's a Walton yeah, it's completely different than <laughs> things before that. Uh, that thing is difficult, but I don't know how, you know, I mean, I mean it's just, you know, I've seen you doing concert a number of times. It's pretty amazing what you handle this thing. Pretty nice, very amazing. Yeah, I think the, the challenge is also uh, the colors it has. Uh, it has much more colors than the Tedesco and the Bach. And at least I was using a lot of colors, trying to uh, get the colors. And the, each movement, the five movements, they're so different from each other. And I think we were uh, working on uh, bring bring out the contrast and not letting them sound the same. Uh, I remember years ago when I was playing these things, uh, when I was younger, much younger, I was playing the third movement, it's called Cubana, right? And I had this man come, come to me, come up to me after the performance and he said, I don't think you quite get it. Uh, I think just imagine yourself in, in a bar, uh, smoking cigar, <laughs> and you're in Cuba, and so you you try to find that feeling, that smoky feeling. <laughs> and I think over the years, I, I've been you know watching movies and trying to imagine that that kind of scene. So. Well, you know, it's funny because, because I mean, again, for, for those who are listening, you know, realize that the third uh, piece is called A La, a la Cubana, you know, in, in, the, in the Cuban style. And that, and that does raise the question, you know, how should it be played with that information? Being Cuban, you know, I mean, I have, I have a uh, pretty good idea of what you know, Cuban things sound like. But one has to be careful because I, for me, when I see this piece, the way it, which I play it in a way, it's like, yeah, Cuban, but it's an Englishman's view of what Cuban sounds like. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a little bit of that, and, and I don't mean that's not, by the way, that should not misinterpret as, as criticism or anything. It doesn't in any way you know, lower the quality, not at all, whatsoever. It could be like maybe I go to China and I write a piece about China, but it's going to be my view. And it's not mm -hmm. going to be the, the, uh, you know, the Chinese view of what China sounds mm -hmm. like. And, uh, and, in, and in this piece, which I love, you know, there, there are certain aspects to it. Like, for example, like, 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 like the beginning that you have the, the, the quintuplet and in Cuban music, that's a very common thing, which is in, in, in Cuban music, you write quintuplet, but it's not even five notes. It goes like, bum, 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 bum. And, and that's the rhythm. The, the, in popular music, they write it. And not only popular music, they write us five even notes, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Or a triplet, it's no, it's no, it's no three even notes, but it's bum, 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 bum. So sometimes here, so sometimes to me it sounds a little more like Hawaii sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, I can see like a couple romantic, you know, like, you know, they jump, ta, ta, ti, to, ta. I, I don't know if it's Cuba, I don't know if it's Hawaii, whether it's, but it's tropical. Oh, for sure, it's tropical. Love feelings. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, it is. It's sort of like you know. There's obviously a romance going on here, and you know. So, so I think it's a, it's a beautiful piece too. And then it's Williams again. Mm -hmm. So it's it's like the bookends of oh, the, yeah. uh, the recording. You know, it's Williams at the beginning, rounds at the end, or the anchors at the beginning, and now, and now <laughs> it's the more serious piece. You know, the rounds is also a quite new piece. It was written for the parking competition. It's a set piece. I think I had to do a lot of imagination for that. Uh, and I watched 
some of his uh, movies, like the Munich, I watched it after I played the piece. Mm -hmm. And I, I gained new perspective from the movie. And I think the rounds, it's more of a, I, I think of it as a galaxy kind of thing. Like you're out of the space and you just let everything happen. Everything's, you know, floating in the air or something like that. And just a lot of imagination. Yeah, I've really gotten to, to like that. Piece. Uh, about the recordings, uh, any any memories you have from it, and any things that you found more difficult than you thought were going to be, or easier, or, or I think it's a it's a really great experience. It's like a birth of a CD, hmm. and you're going through uh, the pre preparation, like what is going to be on the CD learn the pieces and it's kind of painful <laughs> you grow going through these practice and you're trying to make it to a, a cd quality because it's going to be there forever people are going to listen to it you know time after time uh, i think it's a learning experience for me both uh, for my playing part and for the uh, for, you know to make a cd and i remember uh, another very, uh, air, air quoted, painful time was to make comments um, after it, it is recorded. And I, I was uh, trying to listen to it very carefully and listen to the, uh, to the places I, I'm not completely satisfied with. Oh, you mean comments for the editing? Editing, yeah. yeah. I think to try to make it perfect in, in a sense, you know, it's never perfect, but as, as perfect as it could be. I think that's why I'm really happy with the CD because I, I have put in a lot of efforts and, and ideas, thinkings, and preparation, time, energy. And I'll, I know a lot of people have too. Um, so I'm really glad with the, uh, the outcome of this. I should say that the CD is in Toner Music mm -hmm. and you can go to tonermusic.com or you can go to amazon.com if you want to, to buy it or to, to listen snippets of it. And uh, it's called Meng, M-E-N-G. Beautiful job, Meng. Congratulations. Thank you very much.